WCSM's General Store is brought to you by Chad's Express Lube and Car Care, Christine Flynn, your local farmer's insurance agent, and Orion Saft, the AME Group, for all your technical needs. WCSM is recorded at 70X7 Studio. And now, the General Store crew. Welcome back to the General Store. It's good to uh, have you with us on this Friday. Um, always. I'm sorry, I'm trying to... What are you doing? I'm, what are you doing? I'm, I'm You've sorry. heard the intro music. Yeah. And I know it's time. Put your phone down, Sheila. <laughs> Put your phone down. Okay, sorry. I'm here. I mean, I can't I'm here for this. You, I can't get you to answer my text and you're... Okay. <laughs> that's a completely that's, yeah. that's a completely different what? Oh, I thought you were going to say that's a fabrication. Why'd you put delete report joke? Yes, right. Joke. Junk? Junk. That's what it says on the ones I don't want to answer. Delete report junk. Yes, yeah. Report junk, yeah. Yeah. Right. Block is what it says. I'm sorry. Welcome to the general store. right there. Sorry. We're glad to have you with us and from the 70X7 studio. And say hey to Goober and Gomer over there, Mike and Carter. Say hey, Goober. You coming up with different names for them? G and G every week, and we also want to say hey to our top fans. Yeah, we do. We got some of them. Yeah, we got lots of them, and some great fans. uh, Just seems like they are always with us, giving us a thumbs up, commenting, liking. Love the interaction, man. Love that. Mm -hmm. It's really cool. And a classmate of mine, Lori Brown, uh, top fan. Thanks, Lori. Velma Bland, Robert Lutz, uh, Rick Smith, also. Betty Messel. Uh, Your girlfriend. (laughs) Hey, Betty. Jenny Hollers, also Debbie Taylor, Alan Boer, and Pat Ayers. Thank you guys so much. uh, And that's just scraping the surface. It really is. I could could literally, you see this, I could literally just keep going. Hey, and while we're on this, just real, real quick. So if you're going, going. if you're going to our Facebook page and you're you're, um, engaging with our posts, but you haven't liked or followed our Facebook page yet, we would love for you to do that. Yeah. I mean, you can still engage oh, and sure. not follow or like, but we would yeah. love for you to do that. So. We don't, we, yeah. it's not a contract or anything. We don't yeah. ask people to, you know. Yeah, I mean, like it's not, we're not going to charge you or come no. find you, but that just really helps us with the algorithms, honestly. It really does. And it so it, that gives us a little bit more of a reach and we're still trying to build our community after right. almost a year. Yeah. We've almost been at That's this a year. So. What is this episode? 43 i think so so we're on the way 52 weeks in a year right and we haven't missed a week either. yeah we're, we're so, so we're we're closing in on that so right. um if you can help us continue to build the community that would be fantastic so we have a very special guest today with a very special story uh, talk about wow talk about a journey and um um god really but god is is all over this uh story and um I know Michael, but I'm going to let you introduce him because I wouldn't have met Michael had it not, I met him through you. Uh, right. So, so give us a little intro. So funniest thing, you know how people come into your life sometime and you're just like, right when you meet him, you know, they're just as solid as they yes, can. Yes. I, I felt the same and way when a, I met a, him. Absolutely. And, and uh, our kids have played in the same upward football, basketball, <laughs> whatever leagues at the church. And, and uh, I needed some help doing some work uh, about 
seven or eight years ago. That's when I met him. And I called Michael, and and he stepped right up to the plate mm-hmm. and uh, and helped um, my dad and I actually. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, just he's one of those guys uh, that you put into the category of it's Christmas Eve. I don't have toys for my kids. Yes, yes. And you call Michael and he says, just just meet me down at Walmart. Yeah. And he might not have a dime to his name, but he's going to figure it out for you. Right. That's the kind of guy Integrity, Michael Doring is right there. So Trustworthy, character, love, all the things. Just good dude. So uh, so glad to get a text. All right. Well, him, thank so. you so much for joining us this week. So that's be, all of our time. That's a wrap. Yeah, we're done. We're, we're <laughs> no, just kidding, week. Michael. <laughs> I'm good. good. See, he didn't complain either. Yeah, Yeah, and he's not a complainer. (laughs) Not a complainer. So, So, um, yeah, so, and and a lot of you know Michael because he's from uh, our Monroe County community, more specifically Ellettsville, um, where he's coached many kids and uh, been a part of this community uh, as a coach and uh, a parent of, you know, kids who have been in the community, as you said, playing sports and stuff. That's right. Uh, Zay and Henry and and uh, beautiful wife Sarah. So we're just gonna kind of um, uh, start at the beginning. So um, start where I think the whole story needs to be told. So tell us a little bit about Sarah's journey and then how that you kind of tag. What a team you are, right? Uh, you just tag teamed this thing, right? Yes, ma'am. So our journey started September of 2021. And a routine checkup for my wife. She went in, had a mammogram done. There was uh, a spot they were concerned with and suggested that uh, because I know we're going to be on time and I can be very long-winded, JT will hit me in the back of the head. (laughs) Okay, good. And please feel free to, because I will. Do you take him with you everywhere? (laughs) Well, he's like an emotional support animal. Emotional support human. So we all need him. We do. Man, you're blessed. Outside of my family, he's, he's definitely been that guy during this process. So nice. um, But uh, so what started as a small spot of bother, in one of her breasts uh, within a matter of a month turned into her being led down the road to feel like a double mastectomy was her only answer. And something didn't settle right with us and delays kept happening in the process, which we were frustrated with, but in hindsight was all God moving to delay this so that we didn't go down that road. And so uh, it leads, so what started it, the beginning of September, we thought would be we'd be done with it and moving forward by December is now February and we're not done with it and we haven't. It's just it was a wild, wild ride. And so in her and us figuring out what that looked like, uh, she actually went in for surgery and I won't focus on dates, but the middle of February. I couldn't go with her because I was already sick. And uh, my doctor at that time, because they had not figured out what exactly they were fighting, uh, had deemed me uh, uh, strep, um, mono, you know, some kind of severe cold. So obviously the hospital um, community South didn't want me to be. Sure. So thankfully her mom had just moved here from California and her mom was able to go with her. But that in itself was a kick in the pants, right? Because right. we do a lot of things together and especially something of this magnitude, even though we knew it was a very, uh, they caught it very early. Yeah. And so from our perspective, we we thought it's going to be a very simple surgery. There's not a lot of fear here. 
Uh, but I still, I mean, that's my wife, right? right and absolutely. so I wanted, so that was, that was a kick in the pants for sure, but very thankful that Kate was able to join her. Uh, so middle of February, she goes up and does that. Um, two weeks later, we get my diagnosis. And so she is in recovery at home and has planned some time off. And March 2nd, we get the call from my doctor. So December, January, I started having a hard time eating consistently. So I could go three or four days and eat. And then I would have a day where uh, I would have to regurgitate or it would even lead me to, you know, some other things. Mm -hmm. So that's what led me going to the doctor. He thought it was a bad case of pneumonia, uh, puts me on antibiotics. By the time the 10 days of antibiotics has done its thing. I'm no better. I'm actually worse. I was uh, carrying around a by uh, water bottle with me because I could not uh, go anywhere without coughing up blood. Oh, And so I was literally uh, filling up a by water bottle every day uh, because you can't just stand over the sink or the trash can, right? Like you're still trying to live life. I'm trying to help my wife. So it just, and my, my skin, my color started to mm. defunct and so we made some moves. We got in to see a specialist, Dr. Elsa Mead in Bloomington, who has now left Bloomington, unfortunately, and is in Dubai. Oh, um, wow. Creating and doing, I mean, the man is awesome. And so, again, at the time, didn't know how God was setting me up for these different connection pieces. But uh, so Dr. Elsa Mead, hey, we're going to do a biopsy. We're going to go check this out. We think it's more. They initially had told us uh, they thought it was going to be um, a lymphoma. And so we start digging into that, doing some research and trying to figure out what does this look like? What's going to be our plan of attack? And uh, so they do the biopsy. So before the biopsy, uh, we came in, they pulled uh, almost 51 ounces of fluid off of my lung, uh, my left lung. Uh, And uh, so almost immediately uh, we left after that procedure. uh, And within an hour, my wife was like, like, you have color again and you look like a human yeah she's like you're just gray and almost sepsis like you know i didn't know i wasn't eating i wasn't sleeping i was literally just kind of in misery sure we're looking in the mirror either probably no yeah no sir and and you know we all wear things in the mirror anyway like so i think even if i would have looked in the mirror i would have found not saw what she was seeing exactly and and so she was definitely very concerned and so we we saw an uptick immediately once that fluid came off my lung and like okay well maybe this isn't as bad as we thought Mm -hmm. it was going to be biopsy happens we get that report back he calls me and uh and you know you can tell when people are on the phone and and so he calls i hey doc what's up and he's just silent and so, you know, it's a Hallmark movie. Like we right. see these things happen all the time. And, and so I'm like, man, okay. He's like, you know, Michael, uh, I don't have good news. And so I'm like, okay, hold on. Let me run to the bedroom where my wife is at. I want her to hear this at the same time. I want us to just process this together and had really, um, yeah, had forgotten that my, uh, my wife and my son were in there. So not intentionally, my son heard this news at the same time that we did mm-hmm. and uh so you know he says uh it's not good uh it's it's cancer and uh it's lung cancer and mm-hmm. in addition to that uh, we did some other genetic testing and it's this really uh um what's the word i'm looking it's really rare mm-hmm. type of cancer called nut carcinoma 
And uh, it's N-U-T, NUT, and it stands for something. And I don't know what the acronym is. <laughs> I, I knew at one point, but I, I don't care anymore. Yeah. So right, yes, matter. amen. Um, so he said, you know, what you need to understand is this typically affects 30 to 40 people a year in the world. And usually it affects people that are 16 to 23 years old. And so it doesn't happen a lot. And when it does happen, it happens to young people. So you're an anomaly in in this process. And he said, you know, we need to take action. It is very aggressive. And at that point in time, um, it had started in my left lung, traveled down to my abdomen, and then all the way up my esophagus, which... Uh, which is why I was having such a hard time swallowing and eating because it was literally just engulfing my esophagus. And so there was no option to operate. There was no, so um, we get this news. This is again, funny timing, ironic. We get this news on the second. My wife has her two week follow-up from her surgery on the third. And by all accounts, she's kicking butt. So we go for her surgery and we're still kind of in this fog of whatever it is. And uh, you know, her doctors and nurses are like, man, you look great. That surgery was awesome. We got all the cancer. You're cancer free. You're, you know, you're healing well. You look great. And um, she just loses it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, her doctor, who is amazing, Dr. Lodich up at Community South, we love her. That whole stat, like, I cannot say enough positive things about Community South and, and the work that they do and how they made my wife feel like a, a woman and how they listened to her and gave her options and choices. It, it is so important. She, she had not felt like that prior to going up there. And so, um, so she's like, okay, I'm confused. Why are you crying right now? And I said, you know, so I explained to her, well, yesterday we got this and she's like, oh my gosh, she pause. Uh, she said, hold on, give me a second. She makes a phone call. She's like, I just called, contacted one of my friends and I, I, I'm waiting to hear back. I'm going to have somebody that I can recommend you go see. And mm-hmm. so we leave by the time. So that's in Greenwood, Southside. By the time we make it back to uh, 37, 69, she's calling and she says, hey, I just want to let you know you need to go talk to Dr. Hannah at IU Simon Cancer Center. That's who you need to go <clears> talk <throat> to. And mm-hmm. I say, OK, great. So that had already aligned with notes that we had taken because I had a moment for maybe about uh, 15, 20, 30 minutes where I, you know, I, at one point I, look, <laughs> I looked at my wife and I said, well, babe, like if this is it, it's been a good ride. Like mm-hmm. I love you. And we've got two awesome boys and we've like, we've done it. Like I've lived a full life. And, um, you know, she slapped me in the back of my head. And, <laughs> like, we don't talk no. like that. And yeah. yes, ma'am. Right. So I had that night I had started doing some of my own like research and where are we going to go? Who are we going to talk to? Who are we going to get a second opinion from, et cetera. And so on my list, top of my list was IU Simon Cancer Center. And so the fact that that's where she, like, we were like, okay, that's where we're going to go. So I called them that day, uh, left a message. They called me back. And within the week we were up uh, meeting Dr. Hannah for the first time. And so uh, we met with him on the 9th and on the 11th, we had our first chemo treatment. And oh, so wow. the thing that you need to understand or that I want people to understand about nut carcinoma is that there is not a lot of uh, research on it. There's, uh, there is no hospital that specializes in it. And so we really went up and were kicked in the pants. Here we go. We're, and so we met with him and he says, Hey, you're going to do chemo. And I have my own, uh, my own thoughts on that. And, you know, I'm, I'm chemo has a place, had a place in, in my, um, treatment, um, but it's not a, it's not an answer. Uh, chemo kills you. Yes. It is literal Amen. poison. Yep. Um, and it, 
forms of mustard gas are still prevalent in chemotherapy. And, you know, what I try to help people understand is that it's napalm. Mm -hmm. It does not, it does go in and it destroys the bad, but right. it destroys the good yes. and the okay and the medium and the, it destroys yeah. everything. Not, yeah. And, and, and wrecks everything in your system while it's doing it. And right. so um, I was very adamant early on that I don't want to do this forever. Yeah. And uh, so our, our doc was, uh, he knew that. And uh, of course, uh, between my wife, myself, my mom, uh, we started tearing everything up. And, you know, we were talking about going to Minnesota. We were talking about going to Mexico. We were mm -hmm. talking about going sure. to Washington. There's a, a clinic out, I believe, out east called the Dana-Farber Clinic. Sure. They were as close to a specialist as we had come across. And so we thought hey, if things don't shake out well for us here, we're going to, we'll, we'll go out east. Um so it was really kind of uncovering any stone and right. rock that we could. You know. Okay, pause right there real quick because we're going to come back for a second segment. Before we go, though, we want to thank Chad's Express Lube and Car Care Center. It's the place you need to go to keep your car running in perfect form. They are on Liberty Drive next door to Menards. Every seventh oil change is free, so don't forget about that. And uh, you can find them at 1357 South Liberty Drive in Bloomington. We all love Chad's and we know you will too. So be sure and check them out. Check them out online and on Facebook too. And we'll be right back with our guest, Michael Doring, right after this. Another great sponsor that we have, yes. one of your friends, Orion Saft at the AME Group. Um, they're one of the largest, most successful managed service technology providers in the country, not just this area, but all over the world. As your technology service provider, they design, plan, procure, implement, support, manage all aspects of your business so you don't have to worry about it. If you are considering, if you are even thinking about using a managed technolo technology service, please give Orion Saft a call at 812-320-0389. He's been a friend of mine forever, and you can trust him with your company's company tech needs, and he knows all of your business stuff, so he's going to take care of you like he takes care of his own. So give Orion a call. The next one that gives him a call, I'm going to give him one of my coffee cups. What okay, do you think? nice. What do you think? Okay. All right. I'll tell Orion. That's nice. You good? Yeah, yeah I'm good. Good. Good for you. Way to go. Way to go. Way to go. Hey, there it is. Come on. Okay. <laughs> Welcome back. Uh, and and uh, if you missed the first segment, rewind. rewind. We uh, want you to uh, be able to follow this whole journey with Michael Doring, our guest. Um, so where you left off was uh, you're doing you're doing chemo and you are. Uh, Seeing where you, that's going to end up, like where you're going to actually go for the treatment, right? Yes. All right. Okay. Yeah. So we we 
feel good that we've been led to Dr. Hannah at the IU Simon Cancer Center. So we we start that process. And what that process is, is uh, 18 treatments of uh, two chemotherapies and an immunotherapy over 21 weeks. Mm. Uh, chemotherapy is absolutely devastating. It wrecks the body. Uh, so I went from, you know, when this process started, I was a 265 pound man, was strong and big, was definitely carrying more weight than I needed to. Uh, right now I walk around at about 205. So I've lost 60 pounds through that process, but uh, I'm a strong 205 now versus at one point in time, I think it was around April or May. I remember looking, sitting in my chair, no energy, you know, couldn't eat. And I just thought, uh, I'm a bag of bones. Mm-hmm. Like, and this is how I'm going to die. Like, um, at one point we reference in our podcast, I felt like a dead man walking. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, so, uh, that led to a lot of conversations with me and God out in my pasture. So we've got a few acres at our, at our place. And, um, some of the things I had been uh, researching and finding out was grounding, Reiki therapy, meditation, gratefulness, um, all of that. And so one day I was out walking in our pasture, you know, barefoot, just walking. And I did that every day. And those were usually days where I would just really just honestly yell at God and I would talk to him, but I would really, I was really mad. I was really pissed. If I can say that, uh, you know, I thought, man, I'm 43 years old. I was not lost on me that this is the 43rd episode, Um, (laughs) but I'm 43 years old. I have told my wife that I owe her at least 50 or 60 years of marriage, and we're only 20 some into that. I owe her 30 more years. I haven't even seen my youngest son graduate high school yet. My oldest, I haven't, you know, I'm expecting the grandkids because I feel like I'm a pretty good dad, but I know I'm going to be a really kick butt granddad. You know what I mean? (laughs) And so like, there's these things that I have to do before I'm done. And and this is crap. This is not fair. This is not okay. And um, I was really giving him the business. And and JT and I were talking one night and, and, and we were talking back and forth. And I said, I don't know the story. I don't know the name of the story, but I know that there is the story of the unclean lady in the Bible. Mm-hmm. And she, one of my favorites. In she fact, believes yeah. so much in the power of Christ that all she has to do is just to swipe mm-hmm. his cloak. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and so I said, you know, man, like, I believe in that power. I believe Jesus can and is that. And, and man, just, you know, that I said, so I know he can, but will he? Right. And, you know, JT's like, oh, brother, like, I love you, but I don't know. We don't know. Yeah. Right, right, you right. Know, he's like, yeah. you know, is there somebody that you can talk to? Whatever. So for probably a week or two, I just kept saying to different people, I know he can, but will he? I, I know he can, but will he? And uh, so that leads us to the stranger. I have a gentleman reach out to me on Facebook. We don't know each other. And we joke about this all the time, especially with this social media stuff. Like we all have friends on Facebook that we're not like, sure, we're friends, but right. are we really friends? Right. Like, right. Do we really know him? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. He and I were not even Facebook friends. Okay. So he his my name somehow popped onto his radar, I think because of his wife. He prays on me, gets led, reaches out to me on Facebook and he says, hey, um, you don't know me, but I need to come see you. I know this sounds crazy. Are you open for it? I'm like, brother, have you seen our last you know, few months of life? Like yeah. nothing's crazy or everything's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Come on. I'm here for it. So he meets me at the house one day, comes out with his brother. Uh, his name is Andy Clark. His brother is Marcus Clark, AKA the stranger is what we call him. Cause for a while like, he was the stranger. He wasn't mm-hmm. not even Facebook friends. Mm-hmm. He comes out and he says, Michael, I just want you to know, like, I feel like I have, you know, God has me doing this healing mission work. I'm not healing people, but I'm leading people to healing through him. Mm-hmm. And he will give me these, 
these little bits and he'll just, and I'm supposed to then go pursue them. And he said, so that's what I'm doing. And he said, it's up to you what you do from it from here. But so give me a little bit of what, what's going on. So I explained to him the situation and he says, Michael, I'm telling you right now, the healing is there for you. All you have to do is claim it. And so we're sitting in the middle of the, of, of, of our room at, at the house. And I tell him, I'm like, what'd you just say? And he's like, the healing is there for you, brother. You just have to claim it. And I said, that's it. And he said, yeah, that's it. I said, okay, well then I claim it. I claim <laughs> right. it. I speak it. Wherever I it is. It. I claim Sold. it. Right. Like, yeah. 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 Right. And, and he says, no, it's just like that. And he said, there is healing out there. You have to believe in it. You have to speak it. You have to claim it. And, and, and now you start to, you have to start giving him thanks for it. Even though you're not healed yet, you're going to be healed. I see you completely healed. And, and this is, you know, and, and Marcus, um, you know, pits in and, and Marcus says, I see you as an old man. I, I see you with gray hair and wrinkles. And he said that like, God's going to move. You have to, you have to make it happen by claiming it, believing it, speaking it, et cetera. So, you know, that really was the turning point for us in June. Uh, the stranger came, I think it was June 9th, but I'm not sure. It doesn't matter. I shouldn't say dates, but June, <laughs> he comes and talks to us, uh, talks to me. And, um, it was from that moment on that things changed for us. Uh, literally two days later, I am able to eat my first meal that, I mean, so at the time I was getting all my nutrition from Kate farms, uh, protein shakes because I couldn't eat. So I was trying to get three or four of those down a day. And of course, chemo is just wrecking your body mm -hmm. and, and they're telling you to keep your weight up and eat anything you can, but I can't eat anything mm -hmm. because of my throat and the esophagus and all, all of right. those issues. Mm -hmm. So I'm taking these drinks and I will say they do tell you to keep your weight up, but that's a farce. Like you don't need to keep your weight up. You need good nutrients. You need good yeah. food. You need whole food. You need organic food. You need things that aren't pesticide ridden and, and lean is okay. If it's healthy. Mm -hmm. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Like, yes, it's, I, I would argue now at two Oh five, I'm in way better shape and physically uh, better than I was at two sixty five ever. Right. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of that's because of diet and everything else. But so uh, two days later, I ate my first meal. Uh, it's at my son's graduation party <laughs> that we're having for him because he did graduate. And so I'm sitting there with one of my brothers and he's he he just kind of stops and he's like what are you doing because i sat down with this big old plate of nachos and you know whatever and he's like and i said yeah i'm i'm going for it and he's like are you for real and i'm like yeah and you know two minutes later he's got tears in his eyes he's like brother i, I didn't know if i'd ever see you eat again i haven't seen you eat in months and here you're eating in front of us and and so when we met with with Andy and Marcus, that really was the the turning point for for me in terms of I know he can and I know he will. Yes, mm -hmm. and and so that you know uh, really um, it helped get us through chemotherapy. We we stopped chemotherapy uh, after our 18th treatment um, in August, and um, we've been on immunotherapy ever since. And then of course we've been on spiritual journey. Uh, we've been on a nutrition journey. I mean, I feel. In part, the reason that I'm still here is because I have to share my story of not only his faith to me, but then um, how much more we can do for our own health, especially as it pertains to cancer. Sure. Uh, and, and nobody, everybody prepares you for, oh, the chemo is going to do this. It's going to make you feel this way. You're going to lose your hair. You're going to do this. Nobody prepares you for when you walk up into the IU Simon Cancer Center. And it's, it's not derogatory, but it is real. It is what it is. And there's pod after pod mm -hmm. of people just sitting there getting infused. And so we're up there for the first time and I'm, however it worked out, we're back in the, in the corner. So I'm literally just walking by these people that are taking chemo. 
Mm-hmm. And some of them are by themselves and some of them are with other people. And, and I'm just like, I didn't have any expectations, but those were not the expectations that right. I would have had. And I just thought, man, what are we doing as yes. a society that Amen. we're just lining people up and it's, you know, pumping so, poison into them, pump it poison. $32,000 every time I sit in that chair, oh $32,000. So, you know, my wife and I last year, our, ins- oh, my, you know, <laughs> our insurance company uh, is amazing because they didn't drop us, but we ran almost, I think, uh, two and a half million dollars through that oh. between her stuff and my stuff. And, um, you know, so it has led us and, and ultimately has led me now to, um, you know, trying to be a billboard with the shirts that I wear, the people like the things that I can talk about, um, because I did, I was walking in that pasture for, for days mad and cussing and, and, and just like not fair and all those things that we do as humans. Mm-hmm. And, um, I just kept saying like, I know he can, but will he, I know he can, but will he, and, and for Andy to come down and say, oh yeah, he can, and he will, but you have to take it. You have to claim it. You have to speak it. You have to believe it. And it's faith. It's absolutely. So many people f- f- don't understand that, that they just think God doesn't answer prayers. And sometimes God will answer them with no, Correct. you're still getting an answer, but it's no, Correct. right. Or it's in his timing. But it's all about faith. How much do you believe that he is who he says he is and he will do what he says he'll do? Yes, ma'am. That's what it comes down to. Absolutely. And that's exactly what you're speaking to. Absolutely. Yeah. And so I, I almost immediately started uh, during my you know morning routines thanking him for healing me. Yes. And I mm-hmm. thank you for the healing that you've done. Thank you for the healing that's yet to come. Yes. And thank you for this journey. Right. Yeah, because right. it's it's leading me. So now I get to be more of a billboard for my kids. Yeah. Right. And for my wife and the spiritual leader of You got a visitor, bro. You see him. <laughs> that was hysterical. Sorry, a spider just dropped right down. So we'll leave that in if He's Mike wants to. We'll see. He certainly is. Uh, wow. That's, okay. that's so funny. That's so funny. Well, pause right there, uh, Michael, and I haven't cleared this with Mike, but if, if Mike will uh, let us, we'll pause right here, take a quick break and come back for a, a, the final few minutes because we, we want to wrap your faith journey up, but we also want to talk about your podcast and where people can hear sure. your story and um, follow your faith journey as well along. Yes, okay, so we'll be right back. Stay close. Chad's Express Lube and Car Care Center is the place that you need to go to keep your car running in perfect order. On the outside chance your car is not running in perfect order, Chad's has a shop over on State Road 46 in Ellisville that'll give you a free estimate and reasonable rates and get your car back on the road. Now, to keep it that way, you need to hightail it over to Chad's Express Lube and Car Care Center located at 1357 South Liberty Drive. You know exactly where that is. That's just right around the corner from Menards. Now, check this out. Every seventh oil change is free. That's right. Absolutely free. I don't think you can get any better than that. Chad's Express Lube and Car Care Center, 1357 South Liberty Drive in Bloomington.
All right. Well, welcome back. And we're excited to have a, an extended episode, episode 43 today with our special guest, Michael Dorigan. Many of you know, like, uh, like I said early on, that uh, Michael, but we're, we're glad to have him in as a guest to share his story. Um, for those of you who don't know Michael or have not heard heard that. So, um, so when we left off, then uh, you were basically uh, telling us that you had you had accepted the fact that God is the great physician. Moved. He yes. will heal you. Uh, you just have to believe and have faith that he will do what he says he will do. So that's where we're at in the story. So, um, so catch us up then. So, so where did that lead you? Where, where are you at now as far as the cancer um, procedures? I know you're still doing immuno, immunotherapy. So talk a little bit about that. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. So we are at the point where we're living life and we're embracing every day. Hallelujah. Like every day. Yeah. Uh, thankful for it, which I, I had that attitude anyway, but it really resonates now yeah, yeah. Uh, sure. specifically. So you told me earlier you were talking about the future more. The, absolutely. And Praise God. Setting that, goals. Just move right. Talk. Yes. Setting goals and 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 making plans for next year already. Right for yeah. 2024. Right. Awesome. And you know when the diagnosis came through, it was six and a half months. So when they when we found out in March, uh, you know they were kind of looking at a sad eyed and everything like, hey, you'll be lucky if you make it to October. And so that was mm. you know that was the seed that was planted. And then God said, well, I got something for you. Hey, right. watch so, this. Yeah, <laughs> watch, watch this exactly. Here, hold my beer. Right. Hold my wine. Wine, yes, yes, right, 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 right. right, right. I was going to correct you, but no, that's good. I knew you'd get there. Yeah, so uh, you know that's where we're at now. We every three weeks with immunotherapy, and and I can talk for a long time about immunotherapy and the benefits of that. But basically, the immunotherapy is. Uh, helping your body start to understand what it's fighting. Uh, cancer does a really fantastic job of disguising itself. So it, it will tell your immune system, hey, no, don't worry about us. We're good. Move on to somebody else. And then it just accelerates and blows up. And, and that's what happens. So it tricks it. The immunotherapy kind of takes the mask off of the cancer. And mm. so the immune system can identify it as cancer and then really start to fight it. So uh, where we're at now is we're in immunotherapy. We're, the, the goal is to go two years on that, which will be March of, of 2024 we'll take a break um, because it has not just been immunotherapy it has been god led and driven and he has moved but it has also been a slew of doctors and nurses sure nutrition off-label drugs uh reiki therapy grounding um i mean it, it, there is a gauntlet of things that i have done and that we've done and gone through to try and god to, gets the glory for all that because he's that. working through all of those oh, things man. absolutely 100 yeah. yeah. and yeah. and god led to all of those different yeah sure things, right and so i will plug real quick for jane mcclellan uh how to starve cancer that was a book that we read it is a kind of a tough read but it it she was uh diagnosed two times in the late 90s with uh, a stage three and a stage four cancer and was a researcher. So she started researching off-label drugs and how they could affect her body. And that is where a lot of this started for us. Wow. And so there is a, that's a whole nother wormhole that people can go down into. I will share, talk, anything with anybody. But, um, you know, here we're just, we're living life. We're working. I'm, I'm, I'm working. I have been working. Um, we're taking trips with our family. My wife and I are empty nesters for the first time. Uh, mm. So we're enjoying that. Um, but our boys, you know, hit pause for a, a minute there when life kind of stroked them sure. and yeah. have now you can you can see that release for them that yeah, yeah. they can go move out that's and, okay and mom's pursue okay pursue other sure. things that mm -hmm. was not just because it did i mean she was diagnosed in september i was diagnosed in march and it was just a wild wild ride and mine of course being as severe as it was and everybody's like well 
we're not going to see 2023 with our debt. And, yeah. you know, so, um, so the immunotherapy has been awesome. The gauntlet of things that we're doing, and I just keep doing them every day. Um, and, you know, I, I try to wake up every morning before my feet hit the ground or when they hit the ground and give him thanks and, and just pray, uh, praise, repent, ask and yield. And, and then I try to, I try to finish every night with the reading and just a, a, a little bit more of a substantial prayer for just people, myself, my family, yeah, yeah. but then people in general, um, mm-hmm. you know, people specifically that we, that have been placed on my heart. You know, I, I, and I, I learned this, I think I learned this years ago when Coach Hep was a football coach, um, Lance Bennett yeah. played, um, yeah. and so Lance's older brother came here and stayed and lived in Bloomington while Lance was going to IU here, and they would have a Bible study with the, uh, a lot of kids in the athletic department, football players and everything, and, and my mom and I would go, because I adopted Lance and Lenny both, and I can remember it was the first time. I'm going somewhere with this. It was the first time I'd heard. Um, they taught me that you don't just you know most people, and I think most people do this. Thank you, Lord, for today, or thank you for doing this for me today. And Lenny, oh, he was so powerful. He was like, "Thank you, Lord, for uh, everything you have done for me, everything you are doing for me, and everything you will do for me." And so I pray that every day now. And so I don't yes, think ma'am. people pray, they pray for right now. They don't pray Correct. for what they what God did for you yesterday and what God is going to do for you. So I think that's such Correct. an important part of your story. Absolutely. Yeah, and the belief in that, right? And, yes, and again, absolutely. in that. And mm-hmm. uh, a constant reminder through this whole process has been his timing. Yeah. And just getting slapped in the face with it after. And JT and I, like, we wanted this to happen on this date. And we wanted to do it this way. We want it, and we just his timing bro it's not our timing right uh, it, yeah. we humanize everything right it's yeah, not sure. about that it's his he will make it happen how and when he wants it to happen and we have to have trust in that right, right? and so it i've reminded of it almost daily and i will just say okay his timing not mine right right I don't and his control will it. absolutely yeah right yeah and uh finding even in the struggles and and the the obstacles that we're faced with okay instead of oh man i can't believe this is happening okay what are you wanting me to learn from this? What am I supposed to glean Amen. from this situation? Yes. Right? And, and uh, the attitude is a huge part of that, right? And just having a positive attitude and attacking it instead of uh, accepting it. For sure. And praising him through all of it. All of it. All of it. Every yep. bit of it. All of it. Yes, ma'am. So knowing, good. Knowing that, that all of God's plan has come to this moment here, right? And I know you're a guy that never never says, I wish I'd have done this different, that different, because it, it's what he puts you through. It's what the journey that he that you came on. Amen. Uh Tell me, uh, just so I'm I, I'm clear on the chemotherapy. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, you described it. I mean, I, we've all had family members that have gone through that. Uh, you described it to a T. Now, help me out with the immunotherapy. Is that mostly at a medical facility? It's same a lifestyle? What? Yeah, same thing. Immunotherapy is a IV. Infusion? Yeah, yep. it's an infusion. It's an infusion. Okay, yep. now, is that is immunotherapy something, you know, doctors frown on certain things? Sure. So, it, so if somebody's starting their journey where Michael was two years ago, yes, sir, and they say, ask your doctor about it. Michael, Michael says immunotherapy is awesome. Or, or is the medical field mostly going to go? It's not a holistic. Uh, it, no, it's not a holistic. We really yeah, yeah. recommend the chemo. Correct. Is, is that going to recommend gonna, the chemo? They're going to recommend absolutely. The chemo. Okay, because that's all they know. But you have a choice in this matter, right? You do. Yeah, and I and I asked my doctor very early on. I don't have to take the chemo, correct? And he says, No, you don't. Okay, it's my choice. So I'm choosing to do that. And and yes, yeah, so the other big thing that we took away is you have to be an advocate. Like if we yeah. would have advocated for Sarah, it mm-hmm. would have been a way different right. thing. Right. And, and, and we'll revisit that real quick here. 
initially you said they were leading her toward a double mastectomy. Correct. She did not end up having no. a double mastectomy. Two lumpectomies by the time it was yeah. all said and done. Yeah. And, and so. got to keep natural what tissue right and mm-hmm. and she was completely fine with if this is what needs to happen right, that sure needs, like mm-hmm. i don't care about them and I, like i told her it's your decision number one and i need your brain and your soul and your spirit way more than i need any of that other sure. physical stuff right, sure. right so like you have to do what Amen. you think is right, right for yourself and right. we'll figure the rest out but it yeah. went from a double mastectomy to a double lumpectomy yeah so that was that was a really interesting part of your story when I watched your podcast. Generations, especially those before us, sure. Before, I've always, I mean, I even grew up. Hey, if the doctor says it, oh sure, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We, I put my blindfold on and I go, I'm going. So, so you're telling people that do the research. You have to, you have to advocate, and you have to have a doctor. The thing at one point we looked at our doctor and we said we're going to try some of these other things. We're not. I, you have already told me. I've already asked you. and You've already told me chemo's not going to fix this. Mm-hmm. So we're doing some other things, mm-hmm. and and I want you to know about it. And he said absolutely. And I told him in that meeting, I said if you're not okay with it, that's okay. We're going to find another doctor. Right. Like, Good. because that's, you have to speak up. You have to advocate yeah. for yourself. And that's okay because they're yeah. working for you. Absolutely. And you have the right to do that. $32,000 every time I sit So many people chair. don't, they lose sight of that. He, that doctor's working for you. If you're not happy with that work relationship. Absolutely. And Kurt's absolutely right in that people were taught the same thing with yes. police officers. Yep. And same oh, yeah. thing with doctors. That's, don't question. Doctors always right. You don't question. Right. And, and right. there are... There are just not good people out there. That's right. And and they just will sign you up for what they have known and done for 20 years and 30 years. And they don't they they don't want to know anything else out there. uh, Mm. Jane McClellan led to the care oncology clinic, which is a started over in Europe, but is now here in the States. And it is a it is a a facility with uh, oncologists that believe chemo is not the only answer. Mm -hmm. They believe that it's uh, there's more to it and that Mm -hmm. should go into it. And the same so, thing happened. Yeah. I mean, not on your level. You're talking cancer. I'm just, well, I guess I was skin cancer, but still that same thing happened to me. They wanted to do like a whole Frankenstein, like cut right way down and, and, and do a big graft. And I would have had a huge scar down my, and tell this me, is all I had. And that's, tell me the motivation for that. Tell me, I mean, uh, they always say all things lead back to, you know, where, but tell me the motivation for cutting all that out on you. When this is all they really had to do. And so finally I told the doctor, I said, I'm not comfortable with that. If I end up with a scar, if you can't get whatever, then that's fine. But I don't, I I, I can't, Uh I can't do that. And this is, so it's good. Advocate, question it and move on if you're not comfortable with it. 100%. Like, like you said, we're paying them to take care of us. Right. And I will say that doctors are uh, schooled in treating, not Mm. healing, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. treating. Right. And there's a lot of money if I go up there and they can keep me in a chair for 21 weeks. A whole lot more in treating than healing. Believe that. (laughs) Right. And so my goal, and I'm speaking this and I'm manifesting it and I'm claiming it, is to get off of the immunotherapy and then to be able to control all of this with just diet and other nutrition and supplemental different things. Because sugar. I'm Yo, just telling you right now, sugar evil. is, and, evil. and all of the pesticides that mm. are on our food, you know, uh, an apple shouldn't last for three weeks Amen. on the counter. Yes. Yeah. Right. And, and so if, and, and gut health, Preach. gut health, gut health, gut health is so important. If you can get your gut right, your body's going to fall in line with it. And, mm-hmm. and I will bore people to death talking about this stuff and want well, to share. You know what? And, and you do. Yeah. Because you have a podcast, <laughs> yes, ma'am. which and, and we want to share that with everybody. Thanks for the day. Thankful for the day. Thankful for the day yes, on YouTube. Yep. Um, and Spotify. 
and Spotify, we have Spotify now. So and so you hard work. Nice. nice. <laughs> and so you have been up and running. Uh, has it been four months? It's been. I don't know exactly when we started. Chemo Brain still rolls around sure, in there, sure. but it's it's Seems been like it's been. I think around the start of this year actually is when we first okay. started putting them together. Nice. And now we've had a couple. Uh, we've had some time periods now where things have just life is life. Right, right, right. sure. Again, sure. Oh, yeah. we're like, ah, and then we're like, bro, not our timing. Yeah. It's his. Yeah. He's got it. Yeah. If he wants this message to to get to people, yeah. he'll make it happen. Right. And, yeah. and so we just got, okay, cool. So not stressing it. Don't fret about no, it. No, sure. It's going to happen. So um, thankful for the day. Thankful for the day, yes. Uh, Spotify and YouTube, and they can go back and watch from the beginning and yep. hear the whole journey yes. and get to, to where, more detail, where we're at now. A lot more long-winded. Yeah, yeah no, but it's a, it's a great story because <laughs> yeah. I've uh, I've been watching as well. Yeah. So um, uh, we're just thrilled I'm just so glad that you're doing the yeah. your own podcast and t- sharing your journey because I think yeah. not only with the the healing and the you know the cancer all that stuff but more importantly God's grace and mercy and um you know just who he is and that he is who he and says not he alone. is the great I am and right the great I am the Amen. beginning yeah. and thank, the end thank you for your testimony yeah, yeah. God bless yeah. you yeah. it's it's, uh, it's, it's been fun to, to watch we yeah. love you man it's been and, fun and to it's, watch it's it's already reached people i'm talking to a gentleman in australia who is who is diagnosed with the same thing i was and trying to help him walk through Net. some of these things fantastic god is already using already, you already using it and then uh, ran into a lady uh, 2 weeks ago who went and watched the podcast and is like you have like changed my entire perspective over this whole thing. And so Fantastic. he's already doing it. Right. I think where we get really uh, frustrated is like, we know it can be a tidal wave of yes. positivity. Sure. And so we want it to be a tidal wave, right. but it's right now we're just, we're just skimming and that's, that's okay. okay. Right. right. He'll again. take you there when it's time. Yes, ma'am. He will take it. Michael, yes, just, uh, and most of all, thankful that um, you are just doing so well. You really are a gem. Mm-hmm. Of a man, yeah. um, you're wow. fighting a good fight, brother. Yes, well, I mean, just just everything you've done for the kids in this community, and and yeah. um, the lives you've touched, and you and and Sarah are just a fantastic couple, and you've got great kids, and um, yeah, just so and thankful just, that God is using you in this way now yeah. too. Yes. Right, not just fighting the cancer, but helping those. Helping others get right. through it because there's so many people out there who I'm sure feel alone. Right, they have no idea where to turn, no idea what to do. What is immunotherapy? All those questions, man. Yep. You're getting them out there, so we're going to share. Yes, yep. yep. We're going to share. We're going to put it on our stuff. We're going to put it on our Spotify. We're going to put it on our YouTube. We're going to put it on our Facebook. We so. just would encourage you to go follow his uh, channel yeah. and yes. uh, and then share it too because they're thankful for the day. Thankful for the day. So it's it's awesome that he's using your coaching skills now, yes, right? Yes, in ma'am. in this aspect yeah. and in this way. And then we always give him the glory. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, I, uh, boastful in my weakness, right? Yep. Which I never would have I would have never done that 2 years ago. Yep. I was too too prideful. Yeah. And and now uh, I've become very comfortable boasting and I'm still not great at it, but boasting <laughs> in my weakness because yeah. it just is more attuned to give him if I can have this weakness and still be okay, yeah. it's not because of me. It's because right. I am second. Yeah. Yeah, right? yeah. Uh, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Right. Praise God. Thank you, yeah. Michael Doring. Yeah. yeah. Thankful for the day at YouTube and Spotify. Yes, ma'am. And um, we're just so thankful for you. Thanks for joining yeah. us. Thank you for having me. We're this watching and following and just can't awesome. wait to see 
what your story does for others through God and his Holy Spirit and his son, Jesus Christ, who died for all of us. All right. Well, if it's the Lord's will, we'll see you uh, back in here for a 44th episode next Friday (laughs) here at the General Store.